Everybody has a dream in them. Everybody. And I have to say, all of us right now should thank God and be grateful. That's right. Look at our lives. We had dreams. You know what? We all had dreams, John. We all had dreams. And we're doing what we love to do. And you know what? It could happen to anyone. All right, welcome to the Charles Palmentary Show. It's Monday at 11 o'clock. We got a great show for you today. We're going to answer a lot of questions you guys send in. You're going to send in some great questions to Tara and to Catherine and uh, to me. And uh, Tara, what, what are they? If they want to send questions to you, it's Tara Jokes, right? Tara Jokes. And, and Catherine, if they want to send questions to you? Catherine, at Catherine Narducci on Instagram. That's right. And you know me, Chaz Palmentary Show. Uh, at gmail.com. All right, so we got a great show today, but before that, I want to remind you, I have three shows coming up. Get your tickets. Go to chargepalmentary.net. Click on that date and get your tickets. We sell out right away. Don't forget my two restaurants. I got two of the best Italian restaurants. Ladies, you Delicious. Been there. Oh, yeah. Two of the best Italian restaurants in New York, 30 West 46th Street, right off 5th Avenue, Beautiful, romantic place, great food. 264 Main Street in White Plains. So you got no excuse. You have to go to Manhattan. You can go right to White Plains. And go to my site, check out my merchandise. A lot of great shit happening. All right, so Tara, since you got a lot of great questions, give us one right now. All right, don't mind my little bit of a lisp. I just got Invisalign. <laughs> Excuse me, what is Invisalign? It's like clear braces. I may have to take them out for it. She had to straighten out her bum teeth. My, this is, what kind of friend is this? You got nice teeth. What kind of friend She's is nice Kevin? My top teeth. I don't know about teeth, that. My top teeth are beautiful when you see my smile. My top teeth were fine, but I'm fixing them a little bit. But my her bottom, bottom teeth, teeth look like they fell out. She jiggled them up and then threw them back in. What kind of friend? And wherever friends? and however they landed. Listen, you oh. never really saw them when I spoke, but because I'm on social media so much and I was filming in this angle, I put the camera up and people commented that they didn't like my bottom teeth. And I went to Catherine, my friend, I said, can you believe this? And she said, yeah. Are you, are you kidding me? That's why you got it? I was like, you're only noticing that now because people uh, are telling you? Uh, you, oh, I mean, man, have a cold. friend like Catherine, <laughs> you'll improve on your life. Your, your, your self-esteem will be out the window, wow. but at least you'll look better. So, um, that's street. No, that's no, really no, street. no. She's beautiful. I just wanted her teeth to match. <laughs> oh. oh, guys, she's worse than any keyboard warrior. So, you come, throw your comments at me. I that, don't do it behind the keyboard, I do it to your face. That ain't as bad as Narducho over here. All <laughs> okay. right, all right, all right. All right she's so gonna questions. be beautiful. What are the questions? <laughs> I'm gonna be. Do the before and afters. Oh, listen, yeah. I got a cold already from you. are so cold. I, I just caught a cold. Oh, oh my and God. And you sound like you got a little cold. Yes, because you're, you're so cold to, to Tara here. <laughs> I'm cold. You're cold, man. All right, wow. so we got some. You're <laughs> as cold as ice. Yes. We got a, a follow-up to the one we did with the rings where it says, rings related, what do you think of, pe of married people when alone that don't wear their wedding rings? Well... I don't like that when alone. Either you wear your wedding ring or you don't wear the wedding yeah. ring. I mean, if he takes his wedding ring off when he goes out with his friends, that's a tell. He, yep. That's not good. I don't wear a wedding ring. Ever. I've been married for 32 years. You never wear it? You don't wear a wedding ring either. 
Does he wear a wedding ring? Does he wear? I would tattoo it on his finger. Okay, so if he then did why it. don't you wear it? Then? I do wear it. Oh, you do wear it. Okay. Do you, oh, wait, wait. How wait, come you don't? You never uh, wore it. You ever, wore it on your never, wedding day. The wedding day. He just day. took the focus off himself. Yeah. Why don't you wear it? I, 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 I you, <laughs> did you like eat nails this morning, Catherine? Yeah, no. Not. What I did was uh, on my wedding day. I can't sleep with anything on me. No me necklaces. Okay. Nothing. I have to take everything off. And I tried to do it in the very beginning. I really did try. And I ended up losing him. I ended up l losing Aww. the first one. But it wasn't like really, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. you know. So that's because I knew it was a thin gold band, you know. Mm -hmm. So I just don't wear it. And, and listen, if a wedding ring is going to stop you from cheating, boy, you got a big right. problem with that. No, 100%. Well, just a wedding ring will stop people from flirting with you if they're decent. If, if they're if decent, they're, yeah. Some women will be attracted to the wedding 100%. ring. 100%. That's 100%. That's, that's a right. man that can commit. Or men. So as far as that question goes, I don't know what her name is, if she left her name, but I would no. say if he does it when he's alone, that's not good. Like if he's only wearing it with you, that's weird. But if he just doesn't wear it because he doesn't like jewelry, like Chaz said, I know a lot of guys that just don't wear it. Then, then, then I don't wear jewelry. The only thing I love, watch, I have nice watches. I, that's, mm -hmm. a, that's what I like. Yeah, I love watches I don't so. have my watch. Me I'm too. About, uh, yeah, I like watches. That's it. I just, Catherine? I don't like things around my neck, diamond rings. Oh, God, no. Catherine, weigh in. What do you say? No, you got to wear the wedding. If you're going to either wear it or you don't, like he doesn't right. wear it, would he's with Gianna or not with Gianna? Yeah. Yeah, but if you're, listen... That's one shady mofo if he's taking it off yes. when he leaves the house. He's up to no good. Right, yeah. And I, she tells it like it is. Yeah, I would have a conversation with yeah. this guy. I think you, you have to ask why. Why does he do that? Yeah. Next. Okay. Next. Next, go ahead. Next, all right. Next with Shades McGee. Can a man <laughs> and a woman be just... See how they bully me? some decaf. See how they bully me? <laughs> Can a man and a woman be just friends? Well, I, come on. Of course they can. I have friends that actually I know them longer than my wife, that now my wife is, is almost better friends with them than, than they were with me. So I don't... Look, she's looking at me with this, this, no, no, this no. incredible Mussolini look. <laughs> Catherine, I know for a fact that you have great male friends. I have great male... I'm going away with one of my male friends... Well, we're going to go away for the weekend upstate and sleep in the same place alone. I have two male friends that I could do that. And Gino wants, my friend Gino wants me to go to Italy with him. So that's the most romantic thing you could do with somebody that I'm going to do with my friend. My friend Chris Tardio, you all know him, he's an actor. Handsome he guy. He is hot as balls. Oh, hot. Jesus. God. I mean. <laughs> Why no. don't we go boop? Yeah. Um, he's hot. I'm going away with him. Uh, uh, you know, I'm always with him alone. I sleep. Yeah. He's, I slept in the same bed. With Chris? With both, and Gino. And nothing happened? Nothing. Zero. Times zero. Wow. Wow. Because we're say, really that's... friends. And, you know, put it this way. When you're really good friends like that, sometimes once in a... Not anymore, but when if when you first being yeah. friends, you think about like, well, what if this or that? That could be weird. And then you move past it. You move past it, and then you're way, way past, past it. it. You yeah. don't even think about it anymore. All right, so friend. now let's hear the counter opposite. No, I I'm friends with you. I'm friends with John. I'm fr I I have male oh. friends. 
yeah, yeah, wait yeah, a minute. Yeah. Wait a second. That is not the question. Can Michael be very oh, good friends? Oh, that's with a him? very different question. <laughs> well, no, no. Can Michael? Ha- Does Michael have any female friends? Mike has friends some female friends that I'm friends with too now. That you're friends with too now, mm-hmm. and it's okay that if he happens to be, he meets them and they have dinner together. Yeah, depending on the friend. Yeah, but I'm also could go out with Mike alone. You have gone out with Mike. You and yeah. Gianna have both gone out with Mike. Yeah. Okay. Chaz, I don't know if you knew about this. <laughs> no, I knew that. She's got to approve the friends. It oh, can't be Mike, a random Mike friend. Can, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Mike can't go out and meet a new friend and say, Tara, I'm going out with my yeah, new yeah, friend. Yeah, 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 right. But I do it. But no, he can't. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. I don't like that attitude. No new but friends. But I do it, Drake, but I do it. Drake said no new friends. And these, many people may not know the reference. What but. do you mean by no new friends by that? No new friends. Just your, your, your core crew. You've no got to have new friends. I mean, I, I, I don't know. No new female friends. You're not into it. My wife has friends, male friends. That are straight? That are straight, yeah. Listen, you're getting your teeth straightened now. Have a little more confidence. No, it's not about that. <laughs> it's not an insecurity thing yeah. at all. No, I no. honestly... Yes, it is. Because if you were so secure and you knew your husband would never no, cheat on you... No, no, I don't think... I Listen, I don't say nobody will ever do anything. 100%. No, I don't trust anybody 1,100%. Not even what? my own husband. No, I love him 100%. I don't trust him 100%. I don't wow. trust anybody 100%. Okay, okay. Um, does, does he trust you 100%? Probably. I don't know. What I'm different. We grew up bitch. different. Spoiled bitch. <laughs> what? I mean, can we really? I'm really? going to do a compilation of how I get bullied on this show. I have. Bullied? Oh. You're not being bullied. You're just bullied. like, this is my deal. It's my way People or the highway. People come to the shows yeah, to right? watch the yeah. podcast and they love my perspective. So I'm reaching some people. You're reaching your... I want the, the female perspective. No, I do. Not no, the male. Honestly, at this That's point, easy. you have to be really... Like, I make jokes about it on stage. Obviously, I'm a comic. But no, I 100% my husband go out with a girl who's a friend and have dinner. Or okay. Especially right. I'm on the road a lot. I don't, expect, I don't want him to sit home when I'm on the road. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, but that's a good question. If the woman is away, if you're away, whether you're in show business or you're with your... And your friend, could he go out with his friends? Yeah, yeah, he'd gone out with Catherine and Gianna when I was away. Okay, no, no. He says, uh, hey, uh, one of his other friends, they're going to uh, have dinner in the Yeah, city. they went out Friday night. I was in Syracuse. Oh, he so went that's, to that's a cool. restaurant. But also, by Mike has been in Florida without you. Right, that's true. No, didn't he go to Florida without you for a couple of days? Oh, for work? Yeah, yeah, yeah for, for work. work. All right, so you yeah. don't think he's going out after work to have a drink? Yeah, of course. Okay, all right. There you go, there you go. Right, Why so are you making to... me sound like... All right, okay. I think, you know, there's a great song by Sting. It says, if you love someone, set them free. And and I really believe that. you got to set them free, you know, and they'll be back. They'll be here. But if you try to say, where are you going? What are you doing? It, it kind of weird. I can't That's have a that. good point. I really like that's a really strong, important point for yeah. any couples out there. That's good. Yeah, advice. I mean, you, you got to let people be themselves. You know, I have a friend, I won't mention his name, but he has a girlfriend. She's very sweet. I mean, the sweetest thing and so nice. But he gets annoyed sometimes when she's too nice to like the waiter. And, they, and I said, well, What are you talking about? Why are you doing that? Well, why does she have to ask his name and thank you very much? And how can I just thank you? What do you have to go? What is your name? Or, or how long you're working here? Or, it's just you humanize the person. Mm-hmm, manners. It's manners, you know. But but he can do it, but she can't. I'm like, and I'm saying, well, what is that about? 
That's an insecurity thing. Sorry. I, I think so. Sorry. I, I agree with that. Being an old school guy, it's good that you think mm. like that because a lot of old school guys think like your friend. That's old a good school. And you know what? And you're, Catherine, you're, you're old school, but you He's got old your... school. Oh. This guy is old school. And it's like, you know, uh, it's like you just, you're on an elevator and the people walk in. Oh, hi. Oh, hello. Good morning. What's wrong with that? Yeah, nothing. Uh, but what bothers me is he could do it. And it's okay. Well, you know what? Could I just say something? That's old school. You got to watch out. There's a, another saying by uh, Shakespeare. He protests too much. Or she protests too yeah. much. Is the, the no, no, no. The guy is extreme. No, but if you put, it, it means that the opposite. Maybe he's doing something. No, he's not. I mean, I know the guy. Oh, okay. And he's faithful as the day is long. I mean, okay. faithful. Yeah. Okay. And loves his girl. It's but a matter of respect to insecurity. him. I think everybody has their. I think it really. It's not insecurity too, but it's also a matter of respect. People have their different lines of what's respectful yeah. and what's disrespectful. <clears throat> he may have a really lower threshold for. When, when he feels disrespected. I think it has to come down to the foundation. I know people who have cheated on their spouses, this, this, and that, and then it's very hard to move on after that. My foundation is strong, though I don't have issues with it. I think you have to have a strong foundation. Right, and that's a good question. I'm going to talk about that after we... But I had a... Again, I think I talked about it. I had a girl. I like to mention her name because... Fuck you. Okay, I made it and you didn't. Okay. Was, <laughs> oh my God, him and Captain, what's in that coffee? See, I, I drank know. mushroom coffee today, uh, we, we so got I'm this, not like, revved up like We got them. truth serum in we here got, today. No, this, this oh is, my God. I, bought, I buy this coffee. We buy this coffee from, uh, what is it called? World's Deadliest Coffee. Oh, Death Wish. Death Wish. That's it. Death Wish. Oh my God, it's great coffee, but holy shit. Truth serum. Truth serum. It's like you shot up in your. Oh veins. my God! Her sh did your shirt, your your mug say silence? Oh no, patience. I was going to okay. say if it's silence, she's yeah. drinking from the wrong anyway, cup. Anyway, so I, to make a long story short, even though it's too late now, uh, she was uh, we were on a date, the first date, and we said, I think I said this, yeah. and the waiter came up. She goes, "Oh hi, what's your name?" And he was very handsome young guy. I was probably about thirty at the time. He was in his early twenties, and she said, "Oh, you're very handsome," and he said. And meanwhile, I'm like, you know, I'm 30 years old. I got, I'm seeing all kinds of girls. I don't give a shit. She goes, you're very handsome. Oh, do you work here? How long do you work here? What days do you work here? So again, I go. That's a little too much I go, I think it's a little too much. But I go, all right, we're good. And then she, he walks away. I don't say nothing. I don't say nothing. He comes back with a drink order. She goes, you're so cute. Okay. He, I don't say nothing again. I said, okay. I No, I did say, I went, oh, I don't want to say the name. I said, come on, what are you doing with the kid? I mean, he's a kid. What do you stop? What do you stop? She goes, why, I can't talk to anybody? I said, no, of course you can, but, you know. It's going a little too far. Comes back, and as he turns to go back again, she pinches his ass. Yes. Right in front of me. What? She groped him. I went like this. Okay, God, I stood right up. I said, come on, let's go. Yeah, she's a nutty. She said, what? I go, no, no, we got to go. Okay. Oh, come on, I'm just, we got to go, let's go. I said, hey, give me the check. He goes, well, you didn't get it. I said, I don't give a shit, just give me the check. Boom, boom, come on, let's go. And I took her home, because I said, I'm going to take you home. And like two or three blocks before her house, she goes, you know what? This is bullshit, let me out. Okay. I pulled over, and usually I wouldn't do that. I pulled over, she got out of the car, and I left. But anyway. She was abusive, and you're not going to abuse me. I okay. mean, imagine a guy grabs a girl's ass. Yeah, 
She grabbed, she pinched his ass right in front of me. Terrible. Wow. Anyway. Okay, next. 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 I have a question now. Okay. Yeah, what? So somebody, I only got one question in my DM. And they said, Miss Narducci, that Miss. always makes me feel old. Okay. But Miss Narducci, what, I have a question for the Neighborhood Logic. What would the three of you be if you weren't what you were? What you are. What you are. Well, I know what I would be. What? I, I, if I wasn't what I am, you know, either an actor or writer or director, I wouldn't want to be a shrink. I, I love the human mind. I love, uh, I would have been a psychologist. I would have tried to be a psychologist. I That's was. Cool. I was a counselor. Yeah. So I would be a counselor. Yeah. I was, I, I, when I needed money, full-time job, I was a counselor. And there I think go. that maybe that's something like an empath, something with like people. being, yeah, people. How I would be a counselor. Um, well, I do my other thing, but I would have really went gung-ho with the art and I would have been a painter, full, a full-time painter artist. Yeah. Although I still do it now. And if I wasn't that, when I was young, I used to always want to be an archaeologist because I love to explore. And I love the, um, the metal detectors. I yeah, love... Yeah. I just like exploring and finding yeah, yeah, yeah. old artifacts. Wow. I love that. Did you yeah. know from a young age? Like, did you, I, I remember reading The Alchemist, and I know that's like such a cliche book, but I loved it so much. It's and great it talks book. Yeah, about, talks a lot about like how you know, how everybody sort of knows at a certain age, even when they're very young, what they really want to be, and that we suppress it. And a lot of times, as we get older, we rationalize not doing it because it's not a practical thing or something mm. like that. Your dream, like a dream unlived. Did you know from a young age you wanted to be an actor? That's both of my question for both of you, artist, actor. Did you know from a young age? Well, what age did you know you wanted to be an actor? That I wanted to be an, on the screen? Ten. Ten an actor? Ten. Ten, I, I wanted to be a ten and a writer. Because I used to write poetry. At I, ten? No. I was probably... 14 when I started writing the poetry. I was, I was probably, just when I entered high school, I started. I started writing poetry. And the first poem I wrote, and I never forgot it. Don't laugh. <laughs> you going to read it? No, I, I, oh. it's a very simple, it's a short poem. It said, uh, oh, let me make sure I get it right. Just, no, don't forget. Now, folks, I'm 14, 15 years old. I said, waking up this morning, I turned over and kissed the spot where you had laid. That's deep. A for romantic at heart. Fourteen. Fourteen years old. He was that a, is pretty he was deep advanced. for a fourteen-year-old. Yeah, and I wrote. And my, I can't remember the poem because it was a long one. It was another poem called "Time," and I, I talked about. I was on a subway and I saw an old man, and he became a mirror to me. What I'm going to be look like when I'm his age, and Aww. it was actually a good poem. And that was like fourteen. Huh? Do you still write poetry now? No, right now I, I write movies. And <laughs> I write movies and uh, you know, uh, tell and plays and things like that. Okay. And I'm writing a book about my life, but that's, but I always enjoyed writing. I like writing and acting. My, my mother took me to see uh, Around the World in Eighty Days with David Niven, and I saw the colors, and I went, oh, and I said, I want to do that. I How said, old were you when you saw that? Ten. I think I was 10, something like that. Do you think that's what put the spark boom, right there? No, I just always, I just used to watch and I used to imitate the actors. But do you remember the exact moment when you go boom? I, I, Around the world in 80 days, yeah. Wow. It probably was that, yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. Do you remember the first time you pursued acting? Like the first time you either got on stage or got on camera? 
the first time I pursued it, I started studying when I was, I was like, Jesus Christ Superstar uh, was on Broadway, and I had no experience, zero experience. And I think I was, I don't know, 19 or something? And I went to audition, and there was thousands of guys, and they kept calling me back, and I was like, holy shit. You must be doing something, right? I, I was doing the, the acting and the dance thing. But the dance was much more, it wasn't like kick your feet up. It mm -hmm. was more movement. Two step. Mm -hmm. It was movement. Like, it yeah. was like, dum, bum, bum. And I, and I saw the dance and I studied it and I worked hard at it alone. And I got down, then it got down, it cut down to um, the last hundred guys. I got called back seven times. And the, then, wow. then the seventh time, they, it was down to like 50 guys. 50 guys. I was in this last one. That was the eighth time they called me back. Wow. And then they, they picked the uh, apostles out of that, which was like 16 people, and I got cut then. But I, I got really far. Got close. That yeah. was enough to make you go further in the career. And yeah, really yeah. That was it. enough to say, I, I mean, Does I... Does that I, give you that, like, oh, my God, I can... Like well, I was, at the time, I was so disappointed. But I knew I was... What? I said, shit, man. Uh, years later, I thought about it. I said, if I would have studied... Like my kids are when they're so young, I would have probably got it. But, but sometimes, uh, you know what? That's not the way it's. That's not the right. way you're gonna get it. You got it because of the way you did it. Yeah, I mean, if I would have case in point, you. If I would have made it when I was 21, yeah. oh, I'd be a husband now. I'd be a broke husband because my my mind wasn't. I was ready. I was good enough to be successful at that age. I think, but I wasn't ready mentally. It was a blessing in disguise. Mm -hmm. It saved my life. It saved my life. Because I would have blown it. I would have been women and money. I would have just pissed it away. Yeah, it seems like young children don't do well with acting. No. They no. don't have a good track record. Anybody, my, I, I have, you know, I, I have a therapist. A therapist. He's a shrink. One of the great shrinks in the world, Dr. Phil Stutz. I always bring him up. And he's got a, uh, on Netflix, you can see Stutz. Jonah Hill did a uh, documentary on him. It's brilliant. He's like the greatest in the world. And he said to me, nobody should be a star before the age of 30. Nobody. No one could handle it. No one. It's really hard. I just saw Brooke Shields' One Woman Show. Yeah. Where she talks about being famous from a young age. It's only one hour. It's music and kind of yeah. almost like comedy incorporates. Was it good? Like, it was very good. Yeah. It well, was just terrific. Yeah. I was like, oh, I don't want to hear story. I don't know if it be storytelling. It wasn't. It told... Catherine, it was quick, it was punchy, it was misdirection, oh, it was, was music. People were hard on her, though, because she yeah. did that whole, um, the mother made her go topless at the time when oh you didn't my God. see that. Her I first mean, kiss, she was boom. 11 and he was 28 Yeah, on yeah. screen. That oh, was her first kiss. That's and she much. talks, imagine today that would never happen. Yeah. Never. But, and she, I don't know if anybody, for, for those of you, go back, I mean, she's still a beautiful woman. Yeah, beautiful. But when she was young... She was the it girl. Oh my God! She yeah. was the it girl. It was like somebody chiseled her out of yeah. out of marble. Michelangelo, yeah. drop dead beautiful. Yeah. She's still God, beautiful, still beautiful. Yeah. But I'm saying when yeah. she had yeah, a very very beautiful angelic face too. It was pure. Oh, and you know what I remember about her? The thing about her that turned me on the most? What? Her eyebrows. I know that sounds crazy. No, she was famous for him. She, yeah, what she She was famous for her, her eyebrows. eyebrows. I looked at her eyebrows. I said, "My God, who has eyebrows like that?" Yeah. Oh no. Anyway, you know what? I gotta have her on the show. You do, Brooke. Invitation. I want you on the show. Uh, you know what? 
It was a great, and, and, and she'll talk about it. It really was fascinating. She talks about different tiers in her life. I don't want to give anything away from it. Yeah, because, if anybody knows yeah. Brooke Shields, I don't know her. I'll call, maybe I I'll, lived across the street from her on West 10th Street. You do? She owned the Brownstone. She no, did. I used to. When I lived oh, on West 10th. I got to get her agent. I, I'd love to have her on the show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she'd be good. You know what? She okay, would be next. Good. Next. Well, you didn't answer. Yeah, what? you didn't answer. What? What was the Did call? you know from a young age? Did you, what age did you know? Yeah, oh my God, five. I always knew. You know yeah. what I'm fascinated by, Catherine? Yeah. And everybody knows how you made it. I became Bob's wife. Everybody knows that. But why did you just bring your son and didn't audition for the wife? Because I didn't even know what the role was. When that came out in the New York uh, the Post, it said Robert De Niro was looking for a, um, an eight-year-old to play his son. It, did, it just said in his first directorial debut. It didn't say... Um, you know, say anything about the anything wife? About, no. Wow. So I took Nick with the strategy, and I didn't know anything about auditioning for real like that. I went on open calls, but I thought we were going to go straight to Robert De Niro, and I'd get to meet him. And but that's not the way it was. Of course, I went to yeah. you know the broken down theater there, and Nick went in, and then I saw the other woman coming in for the wife, and that's when I knew. But how did you? Had you ever auditioned before that? Yeah, I was going on. Oh my God, the worst thing, the, the, the funniest thing I ever went for was an open call uh, for a singer. Because I would have been anything. I was going on anything. And and I just went by age and a look would break it down. Oh, I could I look like that. That's my age. And I went for En Vogue's lead singer, got pregnant. And it said, can't stay, couldn't say the band. A famous band needs a new lead singer. The balls I had to think I was a lead singer. Oh my god! I went I in love it. and I sang. They said, "Well, what's your where's your material? Where's your?" Yeah. And I was like, "Oh no, I don't have it. Could I do it a cappella?" And the guy stood behind the desk. He said, "Yeah, you know what? You can." And I sang, "Good morning, heartache." Let's by hear Billie it. Holiday. Do a do a thing right now. Well. Good morning, heartache. <laughs> hey, that's good. You owe. No, I can't. But anyway, yeah. I did that, and he was like, "Yeah, that's not it, but good voice." That's Aww. good. Now, quickly for those of you who don't know, Catherine became famous she brought her son down to read for the part of little c and bob meeting her asked her when he got to hear her voice when she when he heard her talk he said hey where are you from she said he's harlem and bob said and why don't and then we they brought you in to read for the wife right yeah and she beat two thousand actresses yeah and got the part and that's how her career started yeah that's pretty amazing well, Tara didn't answer the question yet. When did you know you wanted to be a comedian? Very early. I was I always looking into comedy, like from age six. I didn't know I wanted to do it. Not acting, not... I, no, I, acting too and comedy. I knew I was theater. I was, I, when I saw Bronx Tale, I was 13 and I was like, there are people like me doing so this. Really? I was 13, you were 13 sorry. Wow. <laughs> I hate to break the news to you, bud, but wow. I, I, from my aunt said at two years old, I would go to the TV and like go Johnny. Like I wanted to watch the Johnny Carson show. Wow. I love old. Johnny Carson. And at six, I was like negotiating with my mother that if I could, you know, stay up late to watch Saturday Night Live, I knew who the host was. I knew I was six. Like I was like, wow, I was stealing George Carlin and um, Eddie Murphy DVDs. From my friend's dad, and we were go not DVDs; they were VHSs at the time. We were going down to his basement and sneaking and watching it. Like I knew there was something about that world. I didn't know I wanted to do it, but I was completely fascinated by it. Were you? And then I saw Moonstruck, and then there was people like oh, my family on TV. Then I saw a Bronx Tale, and it was this whole thing. It's like there's a an avenue here, you know, because you, know, you don't know. You, you see what you're saying, see, and I think this is for for people out there 
who feel they got something creative. That's what happens. When you're born to be a creative, sometimes you may not have what we had. Oh, I knew I wanted to be an actor. Mm -hmm. I knew right. I wanted to be good. Mm -hmm. You know mm -hmm. that, wow, there's something out there that I got something I want to give creatively or do creatively. Mm -hmm. Something's in festering inside me that but you may not know if it's singing, dancing, acting, but you know that you have something to offer in the arts. And sometimes you don't know what it is and you find your way to find out, oh, that's what it is. Mm -hmm. That's been what's been wanting to come out of me. Right. They always say, think of something that you would do for nothing. Now, you don't even care if you get paid for it. That's, you know, <laughs> make your vacation your vocation. I think Neil you deGrasse know. Tyson said yeah. that, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. I Who? did. Neil deGrasse. Yeah. But So it's funny that you say that because I was listening to an interview on the way here with one of your good friends, Chris Stefano. Yes. He was on Elvis Duran last week, and they were like, oh, when did you know you wanted to be a comedian? He's like, I, I didn't, but I always was funny. Um, and then I was at a basketball game. I think it was basketball or some other sport. And he's like, Mom, what do you think I'm going to be when I grow up? And he said, oh, I was expecting her to say professional basketball player right. or whatever. But she said a comedian. His he, mother? Yeah, and then oh. he's like, I took that to heart because I wanted to be the basketball player, and I was really upset at that, but look at me now. Wow. Right. That's amazing. So at a young age, his mother knew, but he didn't. He just sold out Radio City Music Hall, God bless him. And Madison Square Garden, Let's the theater. Let's give him yep. a little hand. Let's give Chris DeCefano. Little Sold it out. out. For those of you who don't know, I mean, I'm sure everybody knows. Yeah. Go yeah. see this guy. He's incredible. Yeah. Funny, funny, funny. I don't want to even say his jokes because I won't yeah. do it justice. But, but I, I just thought it was funny how he didn't even know what he wanted to be, but his mother saw it just from his personality. Yeah. And same thing with you with watching yeah. Johnny Carson. People used to say, like, I walked out of a nail salon once with my mother. I was young and I was like, all right, everybody, see you. I'm going to Hollywood. I was like five. Like, <laughs> they were like, what did she just say? You know, or people can see in yeah. you. Yeah. People could see that. It's a personality. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's funny, but you see, I, I, I just knew it's like weird. Like, because people always ask me, weren't you when you first met, when you first got on the set with Robert De Niro? That was my first big movie, really. And I was like, no. But you were uh, in a band singing with Joe Pesci. Uh, no, no, not with Joe, no. But I sang on stage for like 15 years on the road with a band. So I've been on stage all my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've always been on, yeah, I've always been on stage my whole life. That's just where you feel comfortable. I, I've asked you many times before, you ever get nervous when you go on stage? You ever get scared? And you, your answer is just no. No. No, no, uh, I'm just... You're no. born for it. I'm, I'm just, do I get like revved up and ready to go? But to me, it's like if I played, uh, if I did a show at a little theater or I did a show at Mass Square Garden, it wouldn't get me any more nervous. It's the same thing. You just get out there and you just do your thing, man. Yeah, there's right? the energy you're, you're that you're the same harness. way. You feel the same no, way. No, I get nervous. The actor's studio, like on the 31st, I'm putting up Medea. And I keep thinking about, I'm going to go there and take my name out of the book out of that session and not do it. I'm like, scares the living shit out of right, me. Right, but that's when you have to do it. That's, that's right. when and you I keep have going, to do it. You're a punk ass B if you don't do this. And if you right. cancel, I, I feel like if I cancel, I might as well quit acting. Is it a scene? I mean, are you doing it's, a... I'm doing, um, yeah, I'm going to do the, 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 the women of Corinth speech that Medea gives. By yourself? By myself. Come on, Catherine. But I'm doing a lot of sensory work in imaginary circumstances. I'm going to have people uh, that are not there. I got to create that. It's a lot of hard work, and it scares the living shit out of good. me. Good. I've done it before, but I haven't done it in a while since before the pandemic, the pandemic, and I'm really nervous about it. 
Don't worry about but it. But I do get nervous. I'm not like you and Tara. I get a little, I get no, I get like a little butterfly depending on the thing, but like just enough to be like, get, oh, just get me out there. Like I got to just, yeah. I got to start. I got to say, I have I to sustain start. my first line. I get nervous. The first line is what gets me. So the bottom line is, because now that we're coming to the end, yeah. Here, yeah. the bottom line is this. What Catherine said and what Tara said, everybody has a dream in them. Everybody. And I have to say, all of us right now should thank God and be grateful. That's right. Look at our lives. We had dreams. You know what? We all had dreams, John. We all had dreams. And we're doing what we love to do. And you know what? It could happen to anyone. We all didn't come from money. East Harlem, the Bronx, the Bronx, my producer, John. Where were you born, John? I was born on Long Island, but I've been in Queens for the past 12 years. Okay, so... People go, oh, my God, it's so hard to make it. You know what? It is hard, but you just got to work hard. But you're not doing it to make it. You're doing it because you have to do it. Because you have to do it. If you're doing it to be famous or no, doing it because you think you want to make a lot of money, you'll never you'll never do it. Why? Because it's just too hard. It'll beat the shit out of you, and it'll make you quit. And the one thing about the comedy, too, I have to say is... You know how many people tell me, oh my God, you're so funny, you should be a comedian? Right. There's two different things if you think you want to be a comedian because you oh, make your friends laugh, and then, and then there's the art form of being a comedian. I could never, nor do I have a, ever wanted to or have a desire right. to ever try to be a comedian. You cannot just be a comedian because you're funny with your friends. You have to be, you have both. You, you, you can, but you also have to be like, her, Chris Stefano know no. that you want to learn the art form of comedy. It's a craft. It's a craft. You just can't get up there and start like, hey, yeah, I'm funny, and think you're going to get make strangers laugh. Yeah. I say, I think, I think a lot of people say this. Joey Diaz says, I know a lot of great comics say, it takes a good seven to ten years before mm-hmm. you really hit your stride. Ten. I'm at ten. Ten. Yeah. That's longer than the acting. Uh, yeah. Because it's hard, Catherine. It's hard. All right. All right. That's the show for today. And uh, I want to thank you so much, ladies. Thank you. The great Narduch, Tara. Now, how do we? How did I get in touch with you, Tara? My all at Tara jokes on everything. Tara jokes. You want to ask your questions? You go to Tara jokes. And how about you, Catherine? Uh, uh, Catherine Narducci. Catherine Narducci. On Instagram. On Instagram. And Chaz Palminteri on Instagram. You can leave questions there or chazpalminteri.net. Come and see my one-man show, Chaz Palminteri, the original one-man show that was voted best show of the year in Las Vegas and a big hit on Broadway. God bless you. I'll see you next week.